everybody, <laughs> welcome back to a new age, a new world. It's new a new year, year dawn, new me, new us, it's new a president. New day, and we're feeling good. <laughs> John Legend actually just did that song. He, oh, really? Yeah, he just did the, the um, Nina Simone, I'm Feeling Good. Is that what the song's oh. called? Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Um, it was great. He he sang right after uh, Kamala's speech. So yeah, basically we're recording this yeah. on inauguration day. It's January twentieth, and it is. We are and new. I, we are born again. This is uh, this is Molly speaking. Um, <laughs> I didn't get to watch it today because I was uh, I was working, and um, so you'll hear me ask some, you know ignorant questions to Alyssa about what she thought and what her favorite part was. Mm. I heard clips of it on NPR. I heard like a little bit of the poet. Um, of course, I've seen pieces of it online, but I didn't get to watch it live and uh, just got home a little while ago. So first and of all, every, yes, no, no, go ahead, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say today is our exact one year anniversary of our launch party of SOS. Yeah, we launched, we aired our first three episodes today, had our launch party today. And that was so fun. It was so fun. We should talk a little bit about that launch. I think we did already, but like we can just reminisce some more and yeah, whatever. You guys, time. you guys will have FOMO, right? <laughs> <laughs> Remember when that was a thing? Like it honestly feels like FOMO? six years ago. Yeah. Uh, no, when just like parties and launch parties and get together. But also just the feeling of FOMO. Like I don't even think anybody will ever have that. That like feeling yeah, of just like I, don't... Oh, I should have been there. It's like no one ever thinks that anymore. It's like I should always be here. I should never be. I here. should, <laughs> I should never be anywhere else. I, I never really got FOMO that bad. Me neither. Just kind of like we talked about that. Yeah, we we have talked about this. Yeah, it just kind of like we're, if I don't want to go, I don't want to go. Yeah, we're yeah, good. I'm good. I'm good. Listen, if if I'm there, that's the place to be. If I'm not, it's not. It's not the place to be. <laughs> you know what is the place to be? Pajamas in my own damn house. <laughs> Where With I a pay big old rent. goblet of wine. I pay enough fucking rent for this place. I might as well use it to <laughs> as much for as real. I can. <laughs> I make this shit look beautiful. Anyway. I'm going to sit in it. Exactly. And drink my wine. Anyway, yes, we're drinking. I've been drinking all day since 7 a.m. Because my friend Aaron, just... shout out. Aaron, he woke me up at 7 in the morning. Oh, wow. Called me. Because at first I was going to wake up around like 8.15 to like see like the party would already start like the inauguration but like oh I'll, you know i'll miss the beginning stuff mm-hmm. nope he woke me up at seven and i was like whatever it's i gotta get up i was like fuck it it's already <laughs> late it's too late i gotta get up so i i basically got a drink ready i got my coffee ready and then the Ooh. first of all what do you have fashion. a mimosa and coffee so i've been drinking this all day i've been drinking you know what this is from actually it's the uh champagne rosé that was from my like bridal lunch that you oh guys God. threw for me still have that the bottles so, fun. <laughs> so i popped it myself yes. and it's i mixed it with grapefruit <laughs> juice see i have to say for you and your like level of alcohol tolerance i'm shocked that you're still standing because <laughs> i just because i know and i i and i it's like a little, a little bit every day yeah that's i mean like when i say i'm drinking all day it's like oh you you had two glasses today Alyssa. great <laughs> but that's a lot for me all right <laughs> yeah guys give her a break by guys, I mean me. Actually, I'll give this you a break. My... <laughs> yeah, two that's and a really half. nice. I've had See, two I need... and a half. I just poured a glass of wine, so we're getting it in. Um, also, you guys, yeah, yeah. go ahead. No, I was going to say the fashion say? of the show, but the the 
the oh, yeah. inauguration. Okay, I didn't, I, tell me. Everything, it's everything. Kamala had a beautiful purple look. Hillary too. It's it's the suffragette. It's the mm-hmm. suffragette purple. Classic. Fucking gorgeous. Yeah. The purple and blue hues. Mm-hmm. I love it. Lady Gaga walking out looking like Katniss Everdeen. But oh. I liked it. I liked it. She had a big like, it's not a Mockingjay pin, but it looked like the big Mockingjay from Hunger Games. Sim- yeah. And then um, she had this like big red balloon skirt. It was a look. It was a look and I'm here for it. But she Wait, definitely. Wait, she performed? I don't even Hell yeah. And she had her hair up in like braids too, which she gave more of a Katniss vibe. Hell yeah. She did the national anthem. <laughs> oh, I love her. God, love her. God, love her. She was a little pitchy, but I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. I don't even care. Speaking of pitchy, uh, J-Lo performed. <laughs> oh no. Is it bad? God, love her. I love her. I would die for these women. I would literally take a bullet for these women. Uh, but she, okay. Can I explain to you, J-Lo? <laughs> Yes, please. Gorgeous. I'm intrigued. Fucking beautiful, head to toe, all white look. Of course, oh, yeah. we were waiting. We we're oh, just on like the edges of our seats, waiting for her to just rip it off and, and like become like, in, like a nude jumpsuit. I was waiting mm-hmm. for her to take it off. Um, she was singing, what's the song? America, I think America the Beautiful. What's the This land is your land. This oh, land is yeah. our land. I don't know okay. what that's called, but I yeah, think that was the song she was singing. Yeah, it was. Um. <laughs> Yes, it was. I remember singing the lyrics, this land was stolen <laughs> for you and me. Yep. <laughs> I was like, this song is for real. Triggering. Um, yeah. Uh, I think my sister made that joke. I stole it from her. Shout out. Um, but uh, <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny. I was in like so many different group chats and one of them was like a, a lot of friends from, from school and uh, from college. And they were like, I'm waiting for her to just sing the song, Get Loud. You know her song, Let's Get Loud. Oh, yeah, uh, Let's yeah. get, we're just like, let's, we want her to sing like one of her bops. Come on, J-Lo, sing one of her bops. She was also auto-tuned to hell, but I love mm-hmm. her. Would take a bullet. Um, she's singing, she's like, you know, this is from California. This was made for you and me. Let's get loud. And then just like, screw, let's get loud. And then goes... This land was made what? for you and me. It was, I don't, maybe if it, you weren't, because ex- we were already being like, sing, let's get loud. And then it happened and we were like, holy shit, we're fucking wizards. I, so maybe it was more of a seamless transition for plebes. <laughs> See, I don't think that that, I have a couple issues with that. One is, can we get rid of the tired, old, racist, patriotic, quote unquote, patriotic songs that we well, sing? Like, we got to get rid of I all of them. I know there's tradition. <laughs> I know there's tradition. But like at the end of the day, this shit is the songs that we sing. Have you ever torn back into the lyrics? Like the third verse of our national anthem is like super fucked up. So it's that a, alone, it's we all just get rid of, of that stuff. I, I'm tired all of, of it. this. I'm tired of I pledge allegiance to the flag. I'm tired. No. That's creepy to me. Standing for the national anthem is creepy to me. I, I, I like the idea of standing for troops that fight for us, but also what we make troops do is super problematic in itself. So, like, yeah. what are we doing here? Like, I don't want them to die, but I also, like, I don't want to be like, let's kill people for oil, like, and then call right. it patriotism. Um, yeah. Tangent. That's J-Lo. Um, yeah, I mean, that <laughs> stuff. I also just, like, think that it's very weird. I don't know. At an inauguration, like those songs annoy me. Obviously, I 
like we just went over, but also it's not really a place for like a pop star's independent hits either. So like, why? I don't know. Why? Maybe it is. It's, I, I would take that over America. This land was made for you. I would take Let's oh, Get I would Loud too. Yeah, over that. I would too. I, it just seems like a random weird. It's almost like it's like the Super Bowl show. Like, yeah, 100%. who gets selected and what they It's just kind of well, all weird yeah, to me. It's been like that. I think it's so different now, too, because the juxtaposition here is that in 2016, we, they had like the Mormon Tabernacle Choir, like literally. As My God, I forgot. They are the ones that sang the things that like J-Lo and Gaga sing. So like, I'll take J-Lo and Gaga and, and they're pitching. I don't give a shit, but. I guess, yeah, it's just weird. It's like, I don't know if I'd rather take these old, It's weird. I, weird I think I'd tunes. rather hear, like, old, like, um, like, old Ray Charles or Aretha Franklin or, oh, interesting. like, that kind of music that's, mm. like, at the heart of the country and, like, also relates to, the, like, the struggle of Black America in the history of our country. And it's still, there's still classics that everyone loves. I feel like that's a better direction. They do. They, they did that for the nighttime portion of the night. Mm. They, like, oh, that okay. just ended like, I think 45 minutes ago. Um, they did that. They, you know, they did more songs with, uh, more classics with variety. Yeah, and like diversity. Nina Simone, yeah. you said, um, but I, yeah. And it's great there. So why not do it for the, but there's <laughs> these old white people would just yeah, the fuck out of their pearls. Um, <laughs> Michelle Obama. Oh, she looked beautiful. Amazing. Her hair, her belt, the co everything just fucking slayed. Yeah, she looked gorgeous. She's a classic. Who else my favorites? I love Jill. Dr. Jill looked amazing. Mm. Gorgeous in a sparkly blue, and I loved her necklace. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Kamala, you know what was so fucking funny? Number one trending on Twitter was... Kamala's niece. Do you know Kamala's niece, Mina Harris? Yeah. Fabulous. Her husband mm -hmm. wore Air Force Jordans uh, Dior Ones, which are is basically Ooh. like in the sneaker community, they're like the Beyonce of sneakers. They're like Dior yeah, Ones are like for fucking sure. it. And he wore those. So that was like the number one trending at the inauguration. As he should. <laughs> As it should. As he they're should. like, holy shit, the drip is in the White House. <laughs> and it's so true. Um, yep. Who else? The grandkids had amazing outfits on, just monochrome, gorgeous, head to toe. Uh, mm. Kamala's stepdaughter wore this like gorgeous like plaid coat with crystals coming off the shoulders. I had, oh, it was just fabulous. Um, See, this is like the fun stuff to because we get it, we and we still will, and we already have in this eleven minutes so far. But we get heavy with stuff. But like recently. And especially our last week's, uh, our last episode about the Capitol riots, like, you all know, we get intense, we get heavy, we get into some deep stuff, even when we don't say that we're going to. But, you know, we also are both just a bunch of fashion nerds, and this stuff is fun. This is so fun. I live like, for a fucking we moment. Are, live. Yeah. And like, we are given these bodies to express ourselves, to decorate to express make ourselves a like make say something live your life live your life be joyful wear what you want make a statement make an impact do it for you it's so do fun. it for our country like <laughs> do it for our country <laughs> but like the feeling that you get when you're you know like when you're a little kid all little kids do this and then we like train it out of them to um be self-conscious and to yeah. not oh it's it's uh 
conceited if you look in the mirror and say you look good, you know, but like all little kids, you know, when they get like new shoes or new, they just love their outfit. They stand in front of the mirror and they just like smiling and turn it around. And, and we're like, oh, that's so cute. It's so mm -hmm. cute. And then somewhere along the line, it becomes this like, oh, you're vain. Oh, you're shallow. Oh, you're not serious. We can't take you serious. Like, what? All adults do is project their own insecurities onto yeah. their children, whether if they're dressing in something that they're confident, they could be dressing in uh, like a son could be dressing in their mother's clothes and they fucking smack them and or <laughs> aggressive, mm -hmm. but like whatever they just get in trouble for it <laughs> I'm like what picture i'm painting here what are you <laughs> holding on to Alyssa? <laughs> <laughs> i don't want to laugh that's i don't laugh about that shit i'm trying i'm drinking i'm painting a picture like, okay leave me, leave me alone um but yeah i yeah it's just all projection and stop it like smack yes, stop i know <laughs> um yeah the beautiful moments what else was funny oh of course oh, the... amanda gorman was amazing her yes. poetry she looked fabulous too she did yeah to toe. she did um yeah it was just great and this is what it's so funny like I, you know i'm reading all these articles and like talking to my friends today and it's just and my family and it's just what today was was competency porn because they started off with this totally <laughs> normal i mean like trump wasn't there so that's why it was normal um inauguration with all their fucking pomp and circumstance and then they go to um then they go right to work they walk to the white house and then he signed 17 executive orders to get shit done for racial equity for the the paris climate the pipeline the pipeline thank god uh fucking um immigrants like more uh, protections for dreamers for uh we're, we got back into the who and it's like oh thank god and then they swore in alex padilla who was our new senator and then they did Ossoff and, and um uh, mm -hmm. uh warnock and then and then and then and then and then they went into the night portion so they like they got to work and then we had a press conference <laughs> it was like so oh normal so i i really enjoy politics uh. this is a thing like i love west wing like i love just fucking like poor like politics porn i don't know competency porn like porn? it was amazing <laughs> the tangents from me today but no it was just so great to see like smart people getting things done oh my god just like like for the first time in the four fact years that this this was we took it for granted and hopefully now that it's been taken away and hopefully restored it was like a little we will not take it for granted from here on out because even when there were presidents that i didn't agree with like when Bush was in office and we were young, but like, I remember, you know, my parents disagreeing with him and having these conversations. But at the end of the day, he was diplomatic. He was presidential, whatever that really means. But like, he was a career politician. He <laughs> respected the office to a degree that we took for granted. Like, you know, and just like the, the idea now are now the two party system, which is so antiquated, but two parties are, we're more divided than ever because when you think Republican, you think Trump supporters, mm -hmm. even though that's not all Republicans. And then when you think Both, Democrats, yeah. I don't know, people think like super, you know, cancel culture, super sensitive. We're and radicals. there's, there's every, <laughs> most people are in the middle of that, of those two extremes. And at the end of the day, you know, like <laughs> I just miss when it was, there was a time where you could have the other, the opposite party that you support could be, could have the president, but yeah. It's still like I still knew that there were going to be respectful conversations had with world leaders, whether or not they did what I would have wanted them to do. It's just like all these mm -hmm. things that we took for granted that 
hopefully it's just like this massive breath of fresh air to just be like, oh, thank God someone else is at the helm right now and someone else is representing us and the rest of the world doesn't have to deal with his his um, hurtful and disrespectful bullshit. Yeah. Um, There was a speaking of that and, and like mental health in general of like what we've been through. Like, I think I saw some, someone said today, like, I, f- I feel like we've just gotten released from a hostage situation for four years. Yes. Wow. <laughs> um, it is like that. This one, um, I got this one tweet that I wanted to share with everybody that was, it, it rang true for me and I'm sure you too. It's like, a thing to know about trauma is that physical symptoms don't usually show up until after your nervous system understands you to be relatively safe. So be very gentle with yourself and aware of how you feel in your body over the next few months. And it's also like, hello, Age of Aquarius is like a new era as well there's a lot of reasons why people should Aquarius be feeling is fucking here. crazy right now like it's just a new fucking chapter and we're all getting used to it in our bodies and our minds and our souls so like mm-hmm. be cool it's, it, it'll be we're gonna be okay i mean nope. the age of aquarius is here to save us all oh my god i mean as the aquarian in the group i will say don't worry <laughs> I got you. It only goes up from here. <laughs> I got you. Oh God, thank God. I mean, I this. I mean, something has to end. A really good moment too. He was like swearing in, and usually this is done in person. Um, all like the White House staff and and agency and all these White House agencies would be uh, sworn in in person, but of course because of COVID, it was all done via Zoom. And he he does this, like a speech beforehand while over Zooming. They everyone like takes the oath to work for the White House. And he, in his speech, he was like, you know, you know, I, you know, I'm excited to work with everybody. We're going to do, you know, I, I picked you for a reason of your hard work and all this and the talent and da da. But if I ever see you mistreat each other or be disrespectful to your colleagues or the people you serve, I will fire you on the spot. I will fire you on the spot. No ifs, ands, or buts if you're disrespectful. Wow. He's like, there has been a lack of disrespect in this White House, in this country, and it's changing. And it was like, it was kind of hot. I'm not going to lie. It was like, ah! like, he was just like, no, I will you did fire not just say you. that. Yeah, fuck yeah, I said that shit. <laughs> oh no. What do you want yeah, me to do? Let me just say, let me just, best. <laughs> let me just say, you know, I hope, I love how that sounds, but let's see. Oh, of course. Of course. Because that's always how it is. And then now, especially, it's easy now because we're all so fed up and so like, Oh my God, just tell me what I want to hear. Oh my God, thank God it's yes. all back to normal. But like, he's still a politician. He's still a hundred And I'm glad that he's there. Thank the Lord. But like every single thing, that's a that's a bold statement. What do you just define as disrespect? Are you going to walk in one and just fire someone? Because like, what about how he's like, talking about like AOC racism talking and he's talking about year. injustice. He's talking about like. I know that, but I mean, like AOC, how she was spoken to by some of her colleagues, like what level of disrespect are you talking? Are you going to go in that next day and fire him? You know what I mean? Well, it's like, yeah, l- I mean, let's that see was, what you mean. Yeah. If he worked in the White House, probably I would say he'd probably get fired. But I just like if you're setting the tone so. like that, you know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. I agree. And to call out white supremacy as he's done multiple times yeah, by name yeah, yeah not shied away from it not talked around it and implied that he's talking about whites he says white supremacy in this country he and systemic racism he said both of those terms which 
I know like people are like, oh, well, words, I don't know. It actually really matters mm-hmm. that the leader of our country acknowledges those terms by name and that they currently exist and have existed. That is huge. And it will not go away just because Biden is president and it's, nope. it's here to stay. And we all have to do work still every day because these fucking motherfuckers are still around. They're, they're not going away. They're still they're everywhere. Like, I forget the fucking percentage of, of Republicans that are still Trump supporters, but it's the majority. Like the Republican Party isn't as disjointed as like we want to think. You know what I mean? There's not like these moderates. No, it's mostly Republicans. Like I think it was like 65% think that the election was still stolen to this day. And I would still vote for Trump again to this day, even Wait, after 65% the insurrection. 65% of Trump supporters or of Republicans? Of Republicans. I I mean I, I give or take that percentage like the exact I'm I, I I'm I'm throwing out but like the, it's it's a large percentage like I I don't know what to do with these people especially when like Fox News is still saying shit like like just today they were tonight after all this shit like he's just calling for unity mm-hmm. and unity and they're just like no he's a communist no he he wants unity well, but the thing he is has like, to be a socialist <laughs> you can't force people to elevate emotionally intellectually spiritually you can't you just can't and so the most we can ask for we don't we can't expect them to have an epiphany have a coming to jesus moment have empathy have compassion get rid of all their a A, they gotta die off these people gotta die off we're not not just gonna be gone right away b like the most we can do is take control of these positions of power as we have and go from there it we cannot eliminate those crazy racist motherfuckers because they're everywhere it's what our country is built on we are built on it we are all a product of it like hell yeah we are all a part of that we're all a, pri- a part of the white supremacy system whether or not we believe in it just the same way that like men every we're all a part of the patriarchy even men who don't think that it's the right thing they're a part of it too it's just the way that it is and so i think you know when it's looking at when we're looking at like oh what are we what about what we can do with all these people? Like they're just here. They've always been here. They're going to be here. They're going to slowly die off and we got to just move forward into what we can do. Yeah. I slowly die off. But also I, I, I actually don't know. I, I don't know what's what the fucking, cause they're also young. They're also like fucking our age too. these mother, these motherfuckers that stormed the Capitol. So of course there are some, yeah, we'll yeah have to die off for too. sure. <laughs> it's like all of us. It's basically, we won't I mean, see we it really in our generation. Like, that, which is so sad it's gonna be like beyond our lifetime you know things shift but they shift slowly in the grand scheme of things and we see big dips and big peaks but at the end of the day like i mean i I don't even know when you're talking racism the only time i see racism well racism i don't see ending the only time i see it not being an issue is when the whole world is brown which is Mm going to be in however many years because if there's different color people, if, if there's different color people existing, I think unfortunately history has proven across countries, across nations, across cultures, racism exists. And it's not something that we can just hope to eliminate, especially in this country because we are at the depths of it. But you know, eventually we're all going to be some same shade of Brown which I think is unfortunate. I like the beauty and diversity, but apparently our our uh, species can't handle it. So it's not going to be till that day that racism isn't prevalent. I'm I'm excited. I can't wait for that day. <laughs> we'll be dead, but I can't wait. And that's why re- representation fucking matters. So 
do mm-hmm. your best mm-hmm. to educate yourself on your local politicians because it starts locally. You know, if you really want legislation mm-hmm. to mean something and 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 you want people to get it done and you trust in them, educate yourself on who you vote for. And also, like today, we voted in the first female vice president, the first black Ugh. vice president, the first black female vice president, the first uh, president of Asian descent, the first or vice president of Asian Asian descent, first vice president <laughs> female of Asian descent. It's like it, it's so many yeah. fucking ceilings were broken broken today and it's just it's just the fucking beginning. There was like a beautiful mm-hmm. shot of Obama and her like embracing and and like right oh. after they were sworn in. It was great. Wow. And it's just like that's the thing like you know i know these these images are going all over instagram and it's sentimental and sweet but like of you know little girls in front of the tv but that's what brought me to complete tears when she won like i i was i knew it was a big moment i was moved but i didn't even expect the level of like emotion that i felt when she accepted and and like made her speech and i just was like, you know what? Because my parents, my parents are always, they've always voted. They're always very informed and involved. And we would watch the debates, and they like my whole life, you know. And you just know who your parents want. But like, I do remember, you know, I watch it and I'm interested. But I'm like, I see nothing of myself here. Of course, white. I see white people up there, obviously. But like, I'm just yeah. speaking as a female. It's like I okay, so these are the people, it's always these people that are vying for this power, but no one who even, no one who resembles me or who experiences the world like I do in this way is ever even in the running. Like, even at the first debate when there's, like, 12 people up there, like, never. And then just to realize, like, that that was absorbing all those years, and I'm watching this, and you're watching these white men fight for power over and over and over, and sometimes the good guy wins, sometimes the bad guy wins, but at the end of the day, it's like, there was no place for us there and little girls watching that you and me like our age it was never even an option and it brings me completely to tears to be like oh my god like there's girl young girls and like middle school high school every watching this being like because you know my parents thankfully raised me to like believe I could do whatever I want but at the end of the day you still don't have anything to look at that's why it's everything matters. Like representation matters, and seeing yeah, yourself who's up there matters. For and you, black girls, yeah. yeah, and black girls seeing that, and not just being told you can do it, but being like, wow, you know, for a lot of people, seeing is believing, and it's like, wow, I can't, I can do that. Like, oh. I actually can. You know, it's it's even ties into something as seemingly re- disjointed as like when they created black Barbies, mm-hmm. like how big of or black dolls of any kind for little girls to have, like. Yep what a novel idea like you take care of it's just like how dumb are we honestly but here we but I don't want to go too dark with it because at the end of the day what I'm saying is this is beautiful and it's emotional and it's just like oh my god like finally some estrogen in power oh my god can you feel it can you feel it and not as in power and not as somebody's wife not as the first lady no like actually making decisions yeah I loved God, it. It gives me chills. Oh, God. It just, also, you know, before, it's like, it pissed me off because her husband, Doug, her his Twitter bio was like, husband of Kamala and da-da-da. And like, 
some fucking like prominent Republican tweeted uh, being like, oh, how emasculating is this? Like, how pathetic. And it's just oh like, oh my God. Is it, it, what is it, gay to have a, a wife with a cool job? Is it like, what the fuck to are you talking about? <laughs> to support your wife? To support your wife? Like, I, I don't, that, that is just, I mean, that those to me, what needs to happen, because like we're saying, we can't get rid of those people. They're always there. They're there. There's ignorant fucks everywhere. Sorry, mommy. Use the F word a lot on this episode. Um, <laughs> but oh, does she at the not end of like day, when we curse? What? Does she not like no, when she we doesn't, curse? No, she doesn't say anything. I'm just like, <laughs> she I'm listens like, every fuck, week. Fuck, so. fuck, fuck. <laughs> no, she doesn't. She doesn't get down on me for it at all. But I, um, no, so those people who are making those stupid comments and people who are just extremely racist, misogynistic, they're not going anywhere. But at the end of the day, Hopefully with this new administration, because those comments were all a, they were coming from the administration, but B because they were coming from the administration, they were being dignified with responses Mm -hmm. for four years. People were responding to these misogynistic, racist, childish things that that they were saying. And now when someone says something that stupid, like you said on Twitter, like, Oh, that's emasculate. You know what? We're above that. Everyone yeah. there is above that. You can keep saying it. You will because you are who you are. But like that doesn't dignify a response anymore. Yeah. We don't have to respond to that stuff anymore so because true. our president isn't the one saying it. I know. I thought that too. I was like, maybe will I not have to get into fights with trolls anymore online? What? Right. That's probably going to go way down. But I don't know because my sister fucking she's like, oh, no, why did I do this? I'm like, what would you do? She's like, I went on uh, Amanda Gorman, who was the poet laureate that, that recited the poem today. I went on her Instagram and she's just getting hurled trolls or like hurling the racist shit at her Twitter and her Instagram. And she started getting into fights with trolls there. And I'm like, resist, resist, Alyssa, resist. And I did. But it's just like, I just I think there's come on. There's always going to be some racist person to fight with. And and the way I look at it is and there are plenty of times when it is worth it to fight back on Twitter, on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's not. If I'm at a restaurant and some shit's going down, if I'm on the street and something's yeah. going down, if I, yeah, I'm getting involved then and I protect my energy. And when I'm online, it, not to say I haven't ever, there are times where, especially if it's someone I know <clears throat> or someone close to me and I get real, like real pissed off, I'll come back at you. But every single little thing, you got to pick them, you got to protect your energy and you got to, you do have to pick them because when you do so decide hard. to get involved, it has to be for, it has to do something. It has to be for a reason. And for me, I'd rather have it be in person when someone's life is actually in danger or they're just being like harassed in person. Like if I, I'm jumping in, I don't need to jump in on someone's Twitter feed when half the country is already in there, you know? Yeah. yeah. But it's hard. They're always going to be there. So like you said, you just, you literally have to look at it and be like, I know that I'm going to get involved in this. I'm going to go to bed. I'm going to get my heart rate's going to rise. I'm not going to be able to fall asleep. I'm going to be pissed off. And meanwhile, these racist people who I'm fighting are they're chilling. This is going to hurt my night. Whereas when you like are in an in-person situation and you're like someone's dealing with racist issues on the street. Yeah, it's going to fire you up. But this is like their life right now. Yeah. And so. Yeah. 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 You, you, you got to hundred percent protect your energy because it's all we got it's all we got it is it really is and, and yeah and these people are sad and they're lonely and that's why they're doing they're trolling to begin with because they're they pathetic they're unintelligent yeah you know like yeah time. the trolls aren't gonna go anywhere but at the end of the day now our administration 
is not the trolls. So we don't have to get so involved as we felt we had to before because we did have to because they're representing us. Mm -hmm. Now the trolls are still there, but they're not representing us to the entire planet. Yeah. So I think that's a big difference. So, yeah, we can always still get involved. But I think the responsibility level of those of us who have a good head on our shoulders, whereas we couldn't sit back for the last four years because of what was happening. Yeah. Now I'm not saying sit back now, but I mean, like now we at least have people in power who are not perpetrating that to that degree. No. And we can actually put our energy where it needs to go, which is still towards racist issues, but in a more productive way. Yeah. And 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 there, there is there can be like a sit back and relax to us. You know what I mean? The, we shouldn't let our guard completely down because our, all of our answers right. were not uh, solved today. But right. I think it's, you know, it, it starts from the top, you know, when we have our president calling countries shithole countries and and making fun yep. of disabled people and, and saying to the Proud Boys to stand by and shit like Ugh. that. I mean, I, the list goes on. I, grab them by the pussy. You know what I mean? Like, it makes men think that they can do that. It makes uh, uneducated women um, and insecure women think that they, that can happen to them. You know, it, it, it just it makes It, it makes down. white women, you know just still stick to that proximity to power proximity right, to power exactly i'll repeat whatever my racist white boyfriend is saying because at least i'm close to that type of power like <sighs> grow the fuck up that's some rough shit and we all um, know people and like that. anyway yeah we all know we know who you are but um, we, yeah we also want to talk about our that is in a year <laughs> been one year to the day Alyssa and I had our launch party as a lot of you were there honestly that night I felt so much love from our friends and community and just like what a great I mean night. we were both I, I knew because people had responded and I knew people were coming well you were like what if no one comes I know, but I, I but like people responded and said they were but I have to say even it was a huge turnout and the way that people were responding to us and coming up to us and the things that they were saying, it was like the most love I have felt in a long time from like our whole community. And it was people we've known over the years. Desiree, shout out Desiree from New York. She was in town from New mm -hmm. York, one of my best friends, and she came to the party. It was like yep. beautiful. Melanie and it was, just gave birth and came. Oh, yeah. Yep. Oh my God. I, we have such a incredible circle of friends and a support system and yeah. you guys still listening I'm like so deeply grateful because this has this project for me and I'm sure for you Alyssa has been such a deeply fulfilling and healing in a lot of ways yeah. uh, experience yeah 100% I, I, I you know I think that has to do with like the anxiety I had that day of the launch party because, mm -hmm. you know, I don't normally do things like that. I, I, I tend to be more private and like, <laughs> if you can't, mm -hmm. I'm fucking chatty as fuck on this. So I know that's hard to believe, but <laughs> I, 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 I don't like to, 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 to do things like this, to start projects. I'm very, yeah. I'm very, I don't know, fear-based <laughs> sucks, but like, I, and also because I got my, um, my my chart read by Jordan recently. I I'm I'm shout out. I have a lot of Libra placements, which makes me like I'm collaborative. I, it's all about collaborations mm -hmm. with me. So yeah. I needed Molly to make this jump, and I think I was so scared of doing it that I was like, oh, no one's going to show up. No one's going to give a shit about what I do. 
you know, and I cared about it so much. We, we still, you know, we care about yeah. it so much that I felt like if, you know, it didn't go well that I, I, I don't know that I maybe was, it would be a I, sign for us or me, mm, but it was the opposite. I remember you saying the day of, while we were getting ready and people are coming later that night, that you had a dream where you were thinking the night before, like, what if no one yeah. shows up? And I remember being like, that thought had not even crossed my mind once. I was like, what? Like, I don't know how many people. You're but an like, Aquarius. Wait, what? Confident. I don't know. I mean, sometimes it's let me down. So I don't know. When you said that, I was like, oh, should I be worried about this? But also it is what it is. It was already like 4 p.m. and people were coming at whatever time. But yeah, it was so just so much support and like still throughout the year and people following people um, telling their friends and family and listening and engaging in these conversations with us because and we've said this over and over it's like a public love letter to you but at the end of the day it's like I couldn't do this with somebody with anybody else because yeah. of the way that your mind works the things you care about the things you're passionate about and they align with me and our sense of humor and mm -hmm. we push each other and we challenge each other and it's just like it's a dream yeah I uh I couldn't agree more I I need this um like I need you in this so much just because I by nature I'm so like I could doing this by myself or doing with anybody I, I would be so fucking scared and also it's just like it'd be oh my god I couldn't even imagine it just because of how we get this together and like how our minds work mm -hmm. like when we're like and when we're flowing it's very different than yeah and like, like speaking of that collaboration we've yeah and we've had to find our flow because now i think what is 75 percent of this podcast has been over zoom has been in a oh pandemic God. and Maybe we like were starting you know percent yeah and and like finding our you know, our flow in, in recording an episode, we very much feed off each other. And that's like, especially our in-person energy. And like, I know where I see your face right now, but like being in person face to face and um, there's a whole thing to that. And so we quickly had to adjust to like not seeing each other in person and being over a camera. And um, so to keep like finding our flow with those obstacles has been, I think it just proves that we can do this. We want to keep growing. You know, I mean, yeah, we adapted like a motherfucker. Like if anybody else that's listening that started a project that they normally wouldn't have, or it's like something brand mm -hmm. new and they started this year, like let us know about your challenge. Cause like we, we know all about fucking adapting. Like this was a year of adapting yeah. and like mm -hmm. testing the limits to your, uh, I don't know, just losing all control and being okay with that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, because it's been such a journey for us. And I think this year, because, you know, vaccines will hopefully be out soonish and it'll get better mm -hmm. in Los Angeles that we can see each other and, and get our guests face to face. Because, like, we've only, like, yeah, we all of our guests have been on Zoom. Like, it's so funny. I know. I think we had, like, two, one in person. Yeah, this is going to be, like, a whole new year of adapting for us as mm -hmm. things change. So what the fuck? Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Please keep promoting us and sharing us. We're, we have goals for this year to grow, to get sponsors, to start making some money from it, to get a wider audience. So if you guys can, even our like posts or our stories, our little episode announcements, um, just like 
it helps us so much if you guys share it to your story if you feel like you care about what we have to say in that episode enough to share it to your story please do because it really helps us any any extra person we get to listen is huge for us so thank you so much for your support everybody shout out to black lives matter yep always go there donate i mean (laughs) fuck it go there give them all your money Give them all your unemployment money. <laughs> Stimul- your 2000 from Grandpa Joe. Yeah, exactly. Um, go uh, go on YouTube. SOS with Molly and Alyssa. Go on Instagram. At the SOS pod. Go on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, wherever you find your podcast. Rate us five stars. Review us. It's so good for us in the long run. Get us into other people's algorithms yeah. and shit. Exactly. Really helps. Um, well, I'm Molly Catron. And I'm Alyssa Rosano. And here's to turning meltdowns into magic.